Hey everyone, I need your attention for one minute. This is not one of those ads. This is something that has changed my entire life. If you've been listening to this podcast, you know that this is all about personal development as the foundation for everything good in your life. And this podcast is now sponsored by Growth Day, which is the world's first all-in-one personal development app. I mean, oh my gosh, can you imagine having everything all in one place that you need to create the life that you want? Now you can. So if you've been struggling with your motivation, your mood, your productivity, or your purpose, you have to check this out. Growth Day helps you consciously change your life and achieve your potential. It has all the self-improvement tools, motivational classes, and life coaching all in one place. So many of us want to improve our lives, but the question is how? Where do we start? What do we use? How do you get unstuck? How do you make self-improvement stick? Well, research shows how. It's when you consistently journal, track your habits, set goals, learn from empowering mentors, and challenge yourself that you'll be happier, healthier, and more successful. But let me ask you something. Where do you actually do all of your personal development work? I have to tell you that over 300,000 people use Growth Day for a reason. It works. It's the world's number one software for self-improvement. Growth Day has an amazing mindset journal that I absolutely love, a habit tracker, and a goal-setting system. In fact, I bet if you went to my stories this week, you probably saw me using the journaling app and telling you to do it too, because it's the first time that journaling has ever actually stuck consistently in my life because of this app. And best of all, Growth Day has live inspirational classes every single week from the world's top motivational speakers and life coaches. These are people who have impacted my life in huge ways. These are mentors who I already knew and loved. In fact, this is something that's so huge for me, you guys. I personally teach a class in Growth Day every single month, and it is one of the most fun things that I get to do, and I'd love to see you there. These classes will truly shift your life. There's always something new that you will learn. So join me in 300,000 Achievers Growing Our Lives with actual real intention. Visit growthday.com slash Lori for a free trial. Yes, you can try this for free. So go to growthday.com slash Lori and go live your best life. You guys, that's growthday.com forward slash Lori. And I can't wait to see you there. it's like backwards because you're being stopped before you're even starting to do the things that build the confidence because confidence is only built when you put faith in action and you do things that you have not yet done before that scare you. Like, right. That's all it is. Welcome to the Earn Your Happy Podcast. I'm Lori Harder, founder of The Bliss Project, three-time fitness world champion, fitness expert, and cover model turned self-love junkie, lifestyle entrepreneur, and author. Each week, I'll bring you a guest or a thought that will help you bust through your fears, connect to your soul, and get focused and clear so you can elevate your life, business, and relationships. We don't wait until we're ready for someone to tell us we're good enough. We take what we want and we anoint ourselves. Get ready to earn, own, and unapologetically rock your happiness every single day. Are you with me? Here we go. 
Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the show. I am seated across from my partner for Q&A day, and it's Evans. Hello, Evans. Can we Hello, share? Lori. Can we share the story of your name? <gasps> sure. Okay. So, you guys, this is so interesting because we uh, brought Evans on last year. Yes. Okay. 2017. Oh my God. It's Whoa. been a year. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. For we sure, celebrated yeah. your anniversary. Mm-hmm. Your work anniversary. Your work anniversary. And we brought Evans on. And not too long after, I didn't know that her real name was Hillary. Hillary with one L. So I'm thinking of changing my name because she makes it normal. (laughs) No, but really. So you've been called Evans your whole life though. My whole life. It's my middle name. Okay. So is is that after a grandpa or grandma? Yes. My great grandmother, her name was Eunice Evans. And my mom was nice enough to drop the Eunice part. (laughs) No offense to anyone named Eunice. No. But it just wasn't for me. No. I can't picture you as a Eunice. Me neither. Yeah. You're definitely an Evans. I'm glad to be one. And your name is one of those that one of those that literally <laughs> nobody knows if I have a male or female assistant right. ever. And I like to keep it that way. Yeah, I'm like, what suspense. do you think? I don't know. It is suspenseful. Mm-hmm. It's like you're coming to Bliss Project and you don't know if you've been talking to Evans or Evans. Right. Who 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 is Evans? I know. Who's Evans? Who's Evans? <laughs> <laughs> so sometimes I call her Hillary, but it's rare because it just does not fit you. Nope. And I also like to call you Evans. Yeah, even Stevens. <laughs> Okay, so that's the story of your name. So if I could change my name, I think I would change it to, um, you know, there's just so many cool names out there now that the name Lori. So Lori means taxi cab, basically. It does? I'm pretty sure. (laughs) Lori means taxi cab. (laughs) Or or truck or something like that. (laughs) Like Google it right now for me. Look up the na- the meaning. What what is it? Look up what is a lorry. I think it's a cab meaning in London. Of lorry. Yeah, but what is a lorry? The name lorry is an English baby name. In English, the meaning of the name lorry is a laurel tree or sweet bay tree, <gasps> symbolic of honor and victory. Also known as a taxi cab. I just made up the last oh. part. <laughs> I was like, see. <laughs> okay, hold on. No, it. Well, why did someone tell me it was a taxi cab? Maybe it's slang. Oh, like oh, what is a British lorry? L O R R Y. Oh, and nine other UK motoring terms. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so it actually is. Oh, oh, yeah. The oh. Ver- it's a very large North American truck, <laughs> often called a semi, that pulls oh, shipping containers or other large dry cargo containers on a flatbed fitted with wheels and an articulated lorry. That's awesome. Lorry, or sometimes otherwise known as a juggernaut. A juggernaut? What's a juggernaut? I look that up. A juggernaut. But that's, I'm going to take that as a compliment. Like, do you know how they're like sending the oh, juggernaut? Like, the, oh, maybe it's the, the girl juggernaut. who closes everything. <gasps> a huge, powerful, and overwhelming force or institution. Oh, that's me. <laughs> okay. You have a lot of meanings. You're transportation, you're a powerful force, and you're a nice tree. Wow. I feel better about my name. You know how I just called it boring? Not, Not boring. boring. <laughs> okay. So, feeling better about my name. Maybe I won't change it. Yeah. I don't think you should. I, but if you could, if I, when you come in tomorrow, if you could just call me juggernaut or nice tree, I'll take it. (laughs) Can't breathe. (laughs) Juggernaut. It's overrated. Okay. (laughs) Hey, juggernaut. (laughs) 
jugs. All right. That so, all right. <laughs> hey, jugs. Oh, that's fine too. Seems like a compliment. <laughs> all right. All right. So, if you guys are thinking of changing your name, what I recommend is Googling it first in many different forums and spelled yeah. in different ways, and you get a different. You know what? I just changed my perception of my name. I think that's so cool that you have so many meanings behind it. Have you ever sat in a room and just said your name over and over for almost an hour? No, but I will tonight. Because <laughs> I haven't done that either. <laughs> okay, oh, so I have done it. Okay. And what happens is that it almost seems like it's not even a word. And you almost don't understand how you've identified with that name mm-hmm. for your whole life. It becomes very bizarre. I don't think you need an hour. I think five minutes will do. I was going to say, that's a long time. I don't think was it this was a punishment or was it No, I was a teenager. Oh, okay. You just wanted to say your name. I had more time. Okay. Maybe it was after that one song came out. <laughs> I'm stopping there. Okay. Okay. So today... We are uh, bringing different views of different things. We're really not. But we are going to talk about mm-hmm. uh, where we're at. And when we yes. do that, we use quotes. Love quotes. So what quote did you find to summarize kind of where you're at this week? It's so much fun because we get to do this every week. Yeah. So and so much changes in a week. Like mm-hmm. one week I'm talking about bliss and the next week I'm talking about criticism. Juggernauts. Juggernauts. <laughs> you know? It's yeah. important. Okay, what's your favorite quote? This My week? quote this week is by Nancy Levin, and she says, "Honor the space between no longer and not yet." Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know if we're allowed to talk about why we're not yet. Okay, because there's a little space there in your life. There's a space. I feel like in we can life. talk about later on. Just keep listening. Keep listening. Find out. She's gonna. She's gonna adopt a sheep. <laughs> I'm a sheep mom now. <laughs> She's not, but keep Could listening be. for what's coming soon. I love that so much. And I think that that Isn't is that going neat? to resonate so much for people. Read it one more time. It's so beautiful. I need to hear it again. I love it. Honor the space between no longer and not yet. Oh, I just feel like that could apply to so many things in my life yes. right now. This That's really powerful. Hmm. A lot of transitions this time of year. Mm-hmm. And it feels really good too. Mm-hmm. I think if you let it feel good. Yes. All right. So mine is by Thomas Sazza. S Z A S Z. Saz. Saz. Boredom is the feeling that everything is a waste of time. Serenity is that nothing is. Ooh. Mm, delicious. I love that. It's like roasted cauliflower. Roasted cauliflower is what you just With dates. gave us. Yep. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. So the reason that I love that one, <laughs> isn't it fun to talk like this? Yes, it is. And the reason I love that one is because nothing, like it's so easy to look at our life and be always waiting for, it's it's easy to look at my life and be waiting for what's next or that next high or like, oh, m- like I want to make sure I'm enjoying life more or doing more that I love. And while that's super mm-hmm. important, it's also so important to realize that there are things in life that are actually built in that make the good things good. Yes. Like, 
unloading your dishwasher for real. Like mm-hmm. knowing that that's an important thing that your brain is doing. Like you're actually like organizing, separating, your brain's turning off, you're focusing on something. And I know that that's just a random thing to use, but like doing different tasks you have to do that you don't want to do instead of like being in the resistance around it, knowing that doing something that's challenging or something that maybe you don't love is actually serving a purpose. Right. Like cleaning your toilets. Yes. Nobody it's wants to. all serving a purpose. Mm-hmm. I used to get so much joy out of cleaning until I got really busy and then it just became like, you know, not it's good. It's hard. Yeah. yeah. So do you like cleaning? I do. Do you clean like on a certain day? I just like, I try to do a little cleaning every day. That oh, that's way, good. It's not, but I'm, I don't always do that because yeah. I'm a human. I pick up every day. It's good to just wake up with a clean slate. Yeah. But then, I mean... Susie comes in on Tuesdays, who's my amazing housekeeper on Tuesdays and Thursdays and does like deep cleaning. Mm -hmm. But I'm the person who cleans before the cleaner comes for sure. Yes. Um, But she just does. I feel like everyone does that. I think so too. Because you're just like, I don't don't, want to be embarrassed. I'm like, please don't judge me. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. I'm somewhat organized. Like, but there have been times when she's walked in and I just go up to her and I'm like, I'm so sorry. (laughs) I'm embarrassed about my home and I'm just going to release it. Mm -hmm. And she's like, it's great. She's amazing. She is amazing. She's like the most beautiful caretaker in pretty much all of our lives. She really is. She can organize anything. Everything. It's amazing. So you guys, we all work in this house. So we can all, I think we all pick up after each other though, which is super awesome. Mm -hmm. But she's like such a caretaker for all of us. It's so special. Okay. So those are our quotes. Do you have a question for me? Oh, I do. Okay. My question is talking about anxiety and the holidays and things like that. Mm -hmm. So I come to your house every single day and I'm always wondering, I don't think I've ever seen you and Chris. I wonder what the switch is for how you wake up each day and you're like, you know what? I choose joy today. Mm. I admire that every time I walk in here, it's like, even if you tell me you're having a bad day or something like that, you still Mm. are optimistic and what do have you always been like that? Or is it something you taught yourself to do? Hmm. Th- number one, thank you for that. You're welcome. Um, I'm so glad that I've learned how to create that environment mm-hmm. for you oh. and for me. Yeah. So have I always been that way? No. Okay. So it is a choice immediately in the morning because I think we talk about this a lot. Like Mm -hmm. I wake up and seriously, am so aware now, especially after all of the self-work and the books and the podcasts, like if you are miserable, it's a choice. And sometimes, and I'm not going to lie, sometimes I need to sit in it and it needs, it's like serving me. Like I need to feel something. I need to be upset or I need to be miserable. But part of what you experience is because you also bring that into my home. So you're super joyful. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Because I've absolutely like found it more challenging when I've worked in the past, past of all of my work history with different people that hasn't been as easy. Mm -hmm. But because I think that your default is to choose joy as well and to look on the bright side, that also makes it easier. But I have always been a, I've been a major silver lining person because Mm -hmm. you have to be. Yes. (laughs) And I guess if you're not, that's just like choosing misery. So right. Yeah. I think we choose in the morning and and we're constantly, I think when you find a partner who also is, you become really aware together, like you remind each other. Right. Because Chris always reminds me. Choose joy. Yeah. Sometimes he'll be like, oh, you're crabby. How's that serving you? And I'm like, don't you use those words with me. 
like don't you, don't you hate when your partner like, you, like that. don't you talk to juggernaut like that <laughs> you juggernaut. Know you're to juggernaut <laughs> i'm a powerful force <laughs> Okay. All right. So, oh, my question for you. Yes. I feel like I could just re-ask that question back, but I won't. That'd be cheap. Okay. Oh, okay. Yes. So you have had to make new friends here. Yes. And I've been watching that you have been um, like you had people over at your house for like a Christmas party. Yes. And you had new friends Mm -hmm. and I feel like you're connecting with people and putting yourself out there. So you guys, like she moved here and did not have friends and got this job right away. Mm -hmm. And then, um, I don't think you really had a ton of people before that because your boyfriend was out here, right? Right. So how have you been dealing with the weird social anxiety that comes with making female friends and making (sighs) couples friends? And how are you doing it? Uh, I'll be honest. When I first moved here, I was extremely sad and depressed. Mm -hmm. And I even got so sad that I was scared to go Mm -hmm. to the grocery store. And do you know when you're just so kind of feeling lonely and you go to the checkout line and you're like, oh my gosh, what am I going to say to this person? Mm -hmm. What? But then each day it gets a little easier and easier. Mm -hmm. And I think it's important to sign up for like a class or... when I signed up for an improv class, that kind of opened up a little lane of being able to connect with people automatically mm-hmm. in there because you have your classmates and you're on a group text for class. And then you yeah. can be like, do you want to go have a coffee after or a beer or whatever you want to do? And I mean, you just start you, there. You keep getting turned down, but yeah. <laughs> people keep turning you down. And then there's that one person. <laughs> and then you start paying. And it's people. your mom. Yeah. <laughs> Then your mom comes out and gives people money. No. <laughs> You're fine. <laughs> Thanks, mom. Yeah. This is a paid advertisement for moms. For moms. <laughs> just random moms are sending us money just to say nice <laughs> things about moms. Because they're like, you haven't said very nice things about moms lately. Oh, um, we love moms. We love moms. I'm a mom lover. I'm making you a are. shirt that says, I love moms. <laughs> moms. <laughs> All right. So, okay. That's amazing advice. And can I just say thank you for sharing that? Like you You're can welcome. actually go into, um, I have been there. Like when mm-hmm. I, so this was back when I lived in Milwaukee and I just like did not, I started to not even, I didn't have even jobs where I talked to like humans. Yeah. So I started to turn into this hermit yes. who then it was so weird to even like talk to people because I forgot how to even socialize, which right. I think I hear actually from a lot of moms who maybe are having like um, where they first have to stay home or they're with their baby all the time. Like I actually that that's so common for women. Like you can just get so used to being at home and not talking to other adults that it can become like a massive challenge. Um, So that's something for when we have kids in the future too. You have to like join groups right away and Mm -hmm. make sure it's all about setting up your support system. Right. It's not easy, but you can do Mm -hmm. it. You have to do it. And you're not alone. Mm, It's everyone. Every single person. It's literally Everyone, like everyone I talk to out here goes through a super challenging time. Every single person. And that's everywhere. It doesn't matter if you're in California or wherever you are. It's freaking everywhere. Okay. Loved. Loved that. Loved that. You know what else you're going to love? This review of the week. (gasps) Yeah, I am. Bring it. Juggernauts love reviews. Juggernauts loves reviews. Okay. This one comes from Caitlin S. Wheeler. Whoa, Whoa, Wheeler. That's a great name. That I feel like Juggernaut Wheeler. <laughs> I feel like that'd be a great well. combo. <laughs> anyway, Caitlin said, I just listened to Lori's Go All In episode and my soul is literally shook. 
Oh, I love that. Love that. I shared it with my entire (laughs) team for some daily inspiration and I cannot wait for them to listen. I've been feeling very anxious in the past couple of weeks. I'm definitely living in the gray and Lori's podcast shook me, made me realize what is keeping me from my island paradise is the boat I'm currently living in. She has inspired me to close all the windows, get down to work, and I will definitely use this episode as motivation when I'm doubting myself as I embark to put in some hard work to reach my island. Can't wait to check out other podcasts soon. I'm not going to lie. That might be one of my favorite reviews ever. Caitlin S. Wheeler. Like, she's a great writer. I love the way she, everything she wrote. I I like, all I could think about was singing back to her. You shook me all day long. All day long. Yeah. Not, we're not going to go with the nighttime, nope. but we're saying all day I shook you. And yes. I just, I'm singing an anthem for you. Like, I'm so proud of you. That was awesome. Yeah. Amazing. And thanks for sharing it with your team too. Very cool. I hope your team feels just as shook just as, as you. Just as shook. Awesome. You want a question now? Yes, please. Okay. Um, Question number one, also about anxiety. Yep. That's the theme. That's the theme. It comes from (laughs) at Adrian Ray Webster. What is your number one tool to release anxiety? Hmm. This is so good because you guys, if you haven't noticed, almost all of our questions every week, somebody's got something on anxiety. Yep. And I think that different tools serve you at different times. The first thing that I think I would look at is what is causing the anxiety and what's making it worse. Mm-hmm. Preventative tip 101. Ooh, yeah. Root cause of your anxiety. So it's it's really looking at it like, wait, my tooth hurts so bad. Why? Like, how do I put a Band-Aid on it? Oh, mm-hmm. Ambisol. That's great. Baby Ambisol. And then... <laughs> But instead be like, no, it's the Coca-Cola that I'm slamming all night long. Yeah. So here's the first thing is that when my anxiety is really high, I notice that you do super sabotage things. Oh, that's true. You like drink more coffee. Yep. Yeah. And you um, isolate yourself. Yes. And maybe you are like, you're too anxious to do self-development stuff. AKA meditate, listen to podcasts or read books. Cause you're like, ah, like anxiety just feels like you're on overwhelm and it's like your thoughts are spiraling and you feel like you're doing things that serve you, but they're really not. Right. Um, so first of all, let's start looking at what you're doing. That's making it worse. And just, mm-hmm. you don't even, it's more like I'll start pulling it out and noticing like, whoa, I'm not even giving my space, myself the space to calm down. Or, right. oh, I keep thinking that thought over and over and over again. What's something that can help me start getting rid of that? Okay. Um, and I really start to do things that make me feel more nurtured and give myself more grace so that I can kind of let go. Because anxiety, you you actually notice that you have to um, participate in anxiety. So I have to be, uh, when I participate in anxiety, and this is what you should do, write this out, everybody, okay. not while you're driving. So when I participate in anxiety, I do blank. Ooh, yeah. What do you do? When I participate in anxiety, I think I become mean. Okay, so you're mean. And what are you thinking though? Negative. Okay. Negatively. So what else, when you participate in anxiety, what else do you do? Hermit. Mm. Lash out at people I love. Mm-hmm. Eat junk food. Yep. That uh, helps. That definitely helps. Love the junk food. Oh, yeah. That's like, it's so one. if you want to be mean, like just be like, I want to be mean and go to the mean section and yeah. eat sugar and eat junk. Just go mm-hmm. crazy. Oh, I'm mean. 
and get kind of lethargic sometimes too. Mm-hmm. Isn't it? Well, I don't know. I do a lot of different things. A lot of different things. It just yeah. depends on the day. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> it just has a lot of different faces. <laughs> it's like the Halloween mask store. You just pick one of the ugly ones yeah. and that's what I do. Um, okay. So write that out. Get really clear on what you're choosing. Mm-hmm. And then, um, like I said, just bring in the grace and bring in the love and do the opposite of what you're doing. But notice, like yeah. when I notice what I'm doing, I'm like, you're participating. Like you're actually opting in and choosing it. Right. So let go and kind of reset and be like, what would make me feel the most nurtured right now? What could actually bring a bit more peace? Is there somebody I could go be around? Is there a class that I know always makes me feel a little bit better? Yes. Um, but going to the root cause and really just noticing how it's just an addictive pattern and it's okay. Right. Everyone you guys, gets it. We're just... Pa- we're, Do you want to know the craziest thing? Yes. Like we're literally just a set of patterns that have become habits. Yeah. And until you decide not to be that pattern anymore because you learned it and it was easy and you watched other people cope that way or it just felt like an easy thing to do, like you're just a pattern. It's It's your default setting. It is. Yes. What's the default? You can. I've switched so many things. Like I used to be such an eater with stress and eater with joy and eater with you name it. Mm -hmm. We'd be sitting here and I'd be like, I like this. Let's eat. Yeah. Let's celebrate this let's more. Snack. Let's snack it out. <laughs> but now I'm like, let's not um, all the time anyway. And let's yeah. like talk or let's do something or an activity or a walk or a workout. Walk. And that took so long because when people first said like, oh yeah, go work out instead. I was like, that sounds awful. Right. Like what? No. Do you think walking is a tool for you maybe? Because I feel like. Oh, it's one of my biggest tools. Yeah. So I'm so glad you pointed that out. So it's actually my biggest tool. Mm -hmm. And when I say like, notice how you're participating, the opposite thing that I do is I'll go for a walk and, and get into gratitude. And it's my number one go-to is walking in gratitude. Yeah. So thank you for that. You're welcome. You put me back on track because I tend to be a, I tend to take the long route around. Like if I was ways, I'd be, I'd be long ways. (laughs) Long ways on the juggernaut. Is that how you say it? Juggernaut? I don't even know what it is anymore. Hi, go to my, go download my app. It's called Long Ways. I will show you the longest way to the point. Yep, that's me. I don't know how I get anything done. Okay. We have one more question. Let's do it up. Okay. This is from at Teresa Hines official. Oh Lord. I'm so sorry that I messed that up. Hi, Teresa Hines. Hi, Teresa Hines. (laughs) Um, She asks, what's the best way to build confidence when you're feeling judged all the time and also getting anxiety? Hmm. Didn't I just talk about this today about feeling judged? Yes. Oh yeah. This morning you did. Okay. Let me feel into that question. Read it. Read it to me one more time. What's the best way to build confidence when you're feeling judged all the time and you're also getting anxiety? So judgment for me started to really transform when I decided to stop judging other people was one huge thing. Mm -hmm. So it's hard to do confident things, uh, confidence building things, because that means probably putting yourself out there. Right. And the judgment is what's stopping her. So the confidence, it's like backwards because you're being stopped before you're even starting to do the things that build the confidence because confidence is only built when you put faith in action and you do things that you have not yet done before that scare you. Like, right. That's all it is. So confidence can't come when you're feeling judged, but when you're feeling judged, it's usually because you're judging other people or you're really targeting in on 
focus focusing in on how other people are being judged by people. So you're focusing in on all the fear around judgment. Right. And so when that is, when you're afraid of it, what happens is it's, it's like that same idea of steering your car and being like, oh my God, I don't want to crash into that pole. I don't want to crash into that pole and staring at the pole. And all of a sudden you crash into the pole. Like it's yeah. just how it works. Like when they say, you know, in the winter and they're trying to teach you how to not crash into the pole if your car loses. Um, oh, if you're sliding on ice or something. Yeah, they're like, Look the way you want to go. Oh, I didn't know that. Don't look at the thing you're trying to avoid. So what happens is people literally, they're like, I don't want to hit the pole. And they stare at the pole and they hit it. That's literally how it works. Yeah. So what happens is you have to look at all of the reasons why you need to choose confidence. Mm -hmm. And you have to look at the people who are being confident and continue to put themselves out despite criticism. And look for if, you know, there was a really beautiful thing. There was a woman who got um, like a influencer that I really love who got criticized pretty bad this year over something. And I... Um, am now kind of, and it, and it kind of freaked me out. Mm-hmm. It made me be like, I don't want to put myself out there because of that. That's what happens. Like the yes. good people are getting torn down. And I'll tell you that stayed with me for a while. And I, I really backed down. I was like, I'm only going to talk about really vanilla things and mm-hmm. I'm going to be safe and I'm going to stay off social. And then um, uh, what happened was I wasn't happy because I wasn't expressing myself. Yeah. And now what I'm looking for is I'm looking at all the ways she's celebrating how she got through and I'm looking at what has, how she's gotten better. And I'm looking at how different people deal with criticism. Like I, I really love watching Rachel Hollis. She's a great one for how she deals with criticism because yes. she shares mm-hmm. what she gets criticized about all the time and then talks about why it made her better and how she got through or how she, you know, maybe it did bring a little attention to something she wanted to pay more attention to or, or that she should focus on more, whatever it is. Like it's not a bad thing. So starting to really be like, number one, I don't want to focus on, I'm going to be judged. I'm going to be judged. They're getting judged. It's so scary if I get judged and be like, if I get judged, I'll get through it. And that's been my mantra lately. Like I'll get through anything. Like no matter what happens, I'll get through it. But I have to put myself, like you have to keep on putting yourself out there. So now that you know that, because that's the main thing. Like you can't even think of doing confidence building things if you don't first like get right and accept if you do get judged and criticized. You're going to get judged and criticized and it's going to be okay. It happens. Uh, Like it's going to be okay. You and me got judged and criticized. It was great. Oh yeah. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, And we dealt with it and it was perfect. And we're better for it. Exactly. amazing. So then I would say, what do you want to do? Do you think that would make you feel more confident? Like even just little tiny things, little um, faith in action. Someone said that that was like Ooh. what confidence meant to them yes. on one of my posts. And I just thought, thought that that was so beautiful. That's really poetic sounding. Yeah. It's just in, and I want to add to that faith in messy action. Yeah. Because I'm just like a shit show on fire 99% of the time. <laughs> But I know that there are firemen. Hey. <laughs> they came over hey this yo. week. They did. Because someone smelled natural gas outside of our house and yeah. all of the firemen came and Evans had to go out there and not act like her neck was blotchy. <laughs> it was very blotchy. When she gets nervous or does something new, her neck breaks out in like a little bit of a blotchy hive. Sure does. So Probably she, blotchy right it now. It is right now, actually. <laughs> There's so, some cute firefighters some, too. Some firemen. Made her a little blotchy. <laughs> Just kidding. She's like the most like non, I don't know, firefighter type of girl, but. 
Oh, Maybe you are. They were handsome. <laughs> I didn't see them. I'm getting hot just thinking about it. <laughs> well, good thing that there are firemen nearby because they've got water. Yep. yep. And they, they seemed very confident. Speaking of confidence. Did they? They did. Well, they're Santa Monica firemen. Yes. That's a different breed of firemen because they like work out daily. Right. Like they, li- not that most firemen don't, but they literally park their truck, which is crazy. Like mm-hmm. they park their truck and we see them running, running sprints and stairs every single day. Like all of them do the stairs. You know what? What? I bet that builds their confidence. I think it does. Just getting out there, moving their body. I couldn't agree more. There you have it. Like the first time that they probably had to go put out a fire, that that's how they I built it. imagine. Yeah, no. Yeah. Nope. Nope. <laughs> anyway. Okay. <laughs> all right. So super grateful that you've <laughs> stayed this long. <laughs> Shout out to Santa Monica Police Department. <laughs> Shout out to you guys smelling that natural gas and saving us. Yes. That was very nice. <laughs> oh, I have so many jokes right now, but I'm going to hold <laughs> off. Okay, guys. I'm so grateful for you and grateful for you, even. Grateful for you. Chug uh, or not. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> And you guys, if you want to be shouted out on this amazing Q&A, just know that you can leave a review of the week and we always send a little gifty. So yep. we're sending a gift to the review of the week. Thank you so much for that beautiful review. That one Caitlin just... Caitlin S. Wheeler. Freaking, your review shook me. That was beautiful. Caitlin S. Wheeler. Yeah, just beyond grateful for everybody listening. And until next time, earn your happy. Yay. Bye. Bye. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for spending this time with me on the Earn Your Happy podcast. I am so glad that you stopped by. If you could take one second to share this episode with someone you think would love it, that would be absolutely amazing and we would be forever grateful. Also, please leave us a review if you feel so moved by going to iTunes and leaving us an honest thought and honest comment. Tell us what you think. Tell us what you want to hear more of. It would really help us out on our journey to helping thousands and thousands of people. Until then, don't forget to earn your happy. Thanks again, guys. Bye-bye. Want to know a huge secret to my success? Okay, not only my success, but just about every single person that I have interviewed on this podcast who is successful has this in common. You guys, they love to journal. They capture their life lessons and what they're grateful for. But a lot of people don't keep this up consistently. And most people do know that the research shows that journaling deepens your gratitude and increases self-awareness. But did you also know that journaling decreases stress and helps you achieve your goals faster? In fact, journaling is a huge differentiator between average performers at work and high-performing people. It leads to longer-term clarity, confidence, and success. So why don't more people journal? Why didn't I journal consistently? Honestly, they don't like staring at a blank page. It's hard to carry a book around with you or a notepad, and they just don't even know what to write about, or they just forget. 
That's why I know that you're going to love Growth Day. It's the world's number one system for self-improvement, and it's like all-in-one personal development in an app. And it has an awesome digital journal, and people love it. Growth Day's digital journal has hundreds of research-backed writing prompts for self-reflection, positive mindset, confidence building, and success. I use them all the time, and it makes me think in ways that I typically don't, and it makes me ask myself better questions, which we all know gets better results in our life. It even has prompts that help you develop a daily, weekly, or monthly habit of reflecting on your life and identifying areas to grow. So it's a perfect time of year to start journaling, you guys. When you sign up at Growth Day, you also get systems for habit tracking, goal setting, and scoring, and improving every area of your life. Best of all, I get to teach there too, you guys. I'm so excited. I hope that I get to see you. I teach live in Growth Day every single month with a new topic just for you. So join me there. Start your free trial at growthdate.com slash Lori. Hey, I know if you're listening to this podcast that you have big dreams and big goals. And one of the things that can really stop you is struggling with your marketing. Trust me, I have been there. Are you using 10 different systems just to build your online business? Then I want you to try Kajabi. Kajabi helps you build your web pages, set up funnels, and sell your courses, content, coaching, or communities. You've been hearing me talk a lot about funnels on this podcast and the importance of your email list. You can get a free trial at kajabi.com. That's K-A-J-A-B-I.com. I've talked about Kajabi before, but here's something that's super cool and new. They just rolled out an AI assistant for creating your online course curriculum. And this means you just type in a topic that you want to create on a course or webinar and bam, it just generates a sample outline for you. It takes a ton of the hard work away. Of course, you're going to customize it to be your own, but this really helps you get over the struggle of how in the world to start which is where most people stop. If you're like me, starting is always the hardest part and that's what makes Kajabi so popular. They've made it easier for creators to build web pages, build courses, build coaching programs, build membership sites, build checkout pages, and build email funnels. So if you're struggling with any of those, you gotta go check it out. Go to kajabi.com. Kajabi was really the first all-in-one system and is trusted by over 100,000 creators. I think that's good enough for me. Also as influencers and marketers use this and now their smart AI platform makes it easy to take what you know and turn it into an online course and business. Go start building with a free trial at kajabi.com. That's K-A-J-A-B-I.com. Thanks for listening to the podcast. And I want to make sure that you have my phone number and I'm not kidding. Did you know that I have a community text number for real? My phone number is 310-496-8363. This goes directly to my phone. All you have to do is text the word daily to 310-496-8363. And I literally text you every single day, Monday through Friday, I actually just got done 30 seconds ago texting a bunch of people back 
and I talk to you all of the time. You guys, people always ask me how I got my community text number and how it works. Well, all you have to do is you can just go to community.com and get your own. Community makes it easy to get a phone number that you can use to build your audience using text. People just text you at your number and they're added to your group. Then you can text them out audios, video links, anything you want. You guys, I text out happy birthday videos. I love to send podcast links, thoughts about life, book recommendations, uh, different events that I'm doing in the local area. Texting gets me out of the noise of social media and directly into your hand. And now you can start texting your people too. Just go to community.com to get your phone number. They give you a 10 digit real phone number, not those weird short codes that look like spam, but it's more than a phone number. Your new number comes with an inbox for SMS and texting. This means you can actually manage your text list from your computer and an app on your phone. You can schedule texts to send at certain times and to certain groups. You can even set up auto replies or let your assistant or customer service team answer your text messages via community's awesome dashboard. Just go to community.com and ask for a free demo. They'll show you how it works and get you your number. It's time to start texting your audience versus just posting on social media. Everyone uses community for that. So go check them out at community.com. I can tell you it's not just great for communicating with my audience, but Chris and I use community and our texts to also sell out our launches. I'm telling you, you get such an incredible response because you really are creating a true deep sense of community and it's so intimate. It's freaking amazing. Go check it out at community.com. 